So I I really have no idea what song to start with. Does anybody want to have a suggestion? Maybe. I'll stand by you. Uh, I don't want to do something so depressing. That's why I wanted yeah. Jesse's girl. Jesse, okay. let's go, Jesse's girl. Yeah, I like Jessie's that. Girl. That's the right. Uh, that's the right vibe. Ed. here we go. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, no, he's been a good friend of mine. But lately something's changed that ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night You know I wish that I had Jesse's girl I wish that I had Jesse's girl Where can I find a woman like that? I play along with the charade Good evening, Jennifer. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Sammy. <laughs> Good evening, Josh. Thank you, uh, Sammy. Done. Yeah, nice, nice <laughs> fill that, in there. That rehearsing, that was perfect. <laughs> um, so, uh, so everybody, welcome to Gleeful Podcast with Josh, Janet, and Sammy joining us this week. Um, so, I don't really, well, I don't really know how to start. Um, so, okay, so. <laughs> well, I think, I think, I think we technically started. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Jen. Well, as most people have uh, know at this point, we got some very sad news last night that uh, Corey Monteith had passed away at uh, the age of 31, and um, cause is unknown, but uh, by all accounts, he was uh, doing really well out of rehab and in a really good place. So hopefully, um, yeah, <laughs> I guess I didn't know either. So it... it yeah, I mean, we wanted to do a show and just kind of, like, talk. Um, one of the recurring themes I was seeing in our Twitter feed and on the Facebook page and in some of the emails we were getting is, like, a lot of us uh, who love this show and have followed this show since the very beginning, um, we feel very close to these people. I know, like, you know, I've seen Corey in concert. I've seen Corey on stage several times at uh, shows and stuff and, you know, and a lot of the cast. We've watched these kids really grow uh, on a TV show and in real life, and um, and so we're very we feel very connected to them. And on top of that, um, I know like Jen and I, we don't really have anybody to talk about this stuff with. Uh, it's yeah, like I mean, when this ha- Jennifer was like, "Hey, Josh, Corey Monteith died," or you didn't say it like that, but right. the way you told me, you woke me up last night, and you were like, "I just heard that Corey Monteith died," and my first thought was like, "Who do I?" I don't have a friend to go, hey, this is really affecting me that won't be like, that's just a TV show, Josh. But to you and to us, like to you, the listener, and to us, like, this is more than just a guy on a TV show. He's really special to us, and his character is what is incredibly special to us, and, and his output, and all these things. So I just wanted. I thought we should do this podcast and I think everybody, we kind of agreed, like we should do this podcast and we should just take some time to be like, at least within the group, like within, you know, the, the earbuds on your head and the four of us and all of us, like we can be affected by this. Um, and it's okay to be affected by this. That's what we're saying. And just to, you know, I, I, I don't plan on talking a lot. I plan on just, you know, listening to other people's memories and thoughts and feelings about it. It, you know, 
doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's it's so out of the blue and just hard to process. And um, so it's just, you know, when we made the decision and put it together and then, you know, Josh tweeted it and then a little bit later I put it on the Facebook fan page and just to see that within the first 10 minutes over 100 people had looked at it and several people had posted their thoughts and maybe some videos and it was just um it was comforting i'm like okay you know we can do this together yeah. <laughs> and i know it sounds so corny i know and i'm just been kind of i'm i think as we've gotten closer to the show i'm getting even more emotional yeah because again he just you know he's been very open about his struggles and seemed to be in a really um you know positive direction again and um it's just so shocking and i i I get really freaked out when people in their 30s die uh, without, you know, explanation. So uh, so we have a ton of we have a couple. Uh, I, I I think the main thing that we're going to do, because I don't really know what to say. And I know Jennifer and I, we talked about this. But we don't really know what to say. Uh, and we'll turn it over to Ed and Sammy here in a minute. But we have a bunch of voicemails to listen to. We have some emails to read. And uh, we'll we'll keep the chat room open as long as we can keep the chat room open. And um and we're just going to, you know, we'll take an hour here. And if you're listening to this tomorrow on your bicycle while you're riding to the office, um, I don't know why you would do that, but I do it. And <laughs> so, um, and, you know, for an hour, we can all just be like, hey, this this really sucks. And, you know, not a lot of people understand it uh, as well as we do. So, uh, Ed, how are, how are you doing? Uh, how are you feeling about things? Um, <laughs> well various stages of denial like i don't like i don't know i guess i guess it's my most the most major feeling i have is denial like i like i like it's like he's so young it isn't true like like i haven't since since it hasn't got like since it hasn't got to the point where it would have like in terms of mine and Corey's like interaction since it hasn't gotten to the point <laughs> where our interaction would be visible not until the show starts I, I think I, I think I'm going to be in some stage of denial until that actually, like, I'm watching Glee and it happens. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I mean that's just, that's just an like I'm just being honest. Like that's just how I feel. Like I don't know. Like I, I know it's terrible and I don't know. It's but it's like I don't know. It's not true for me because in terms of us hanging out, me and Corey all the week, all the time, it hasn't like we, <laughs> right. we it, it just it didn't it, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, we us. haven't seen the end of Finn. Yeah, and that's so, we haven't seen an episode that he's not on, and so that's going to be a really big. Yeah, that's well, not only really that he's not on, well. but that he couldn't be on. Yeah, like, right. He, yeah, um, I yeah, I mean, as far as like discussing what the show is going to do without him, uh, at least for this conversation, I don't really know that that's like I don't know if I want to have that conversation yet at this point. Uh, I think uh, we'll just you know we'll just talk about how we're doing right now. Um, but it is, yeah, you're absolutely right, Ed. I mean, it's not like someone that I know personally that I'm gonna, you know, yeah. that I'm not gonna see tomorrow at the office. So it was which funny. Would be, <laughs> which, which would be, be great crazy, office. freaky, yeah. right? <laughs> but okay, so this afternoon I watched the pilot, which made me so mad because it was uh, what, so was, was amazing. The best idea, Jen. I'm it, just gonna be honest. It is. I cried, and every scene he was in became even that much more powerful and it just I mean I think that the 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 thing with you know Finn and Corey Monteith is they're both human they're both flawed they're they're 
you know, nice guys that you, you root for and you identify with. And I think that's a thing, you know. Even when, you know, Finn was at his worst, we were still like, you know, there's good in there. And, you know, no, that's the writers doing it. But <laughs> but then when, you know, he reveals his personal struggles and, and then, of course, you know, his relationship with Leah Michelle, and you're just like, oh, that's so sweet. And it just, it's, it's hard not to feel like, you know, they're friends in a way. And I know that sounds goofy, but... Yeah, just, it, it does. It feels like it does feel a little like I mean, a it's friend. very presumptuous <laughs> on my part to yeah. to say that. But um, I think because I identify with them and, you know, we, you know, we have the utmost respect for the entire cast of this show and there's so much talent. And it's just it's hard to see that go away. Yeah, G Dog two forty three in the chat rooms. This is another kind of recurring sentiment I saw in emails. Had said, "I it's it's almost embarrassing how hard this is hitting some of us." Yeah, and, it, and it's true. <laughs> like my dad made fun of me last night um, yeah. <laughs> or this morning, uh, but it is like these are. I don't know. I, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't think we should be embarrassed. I think like I we, as a group, I, I we should just no not, reason why you shouldn't be upset or <laughs> sad if something like it doesn't even if you didn't know him or didn't watch the show. I mean, a young person to die is just so yeah. Like yeah. Like it's. I mean, and so so I don't. That's that's ridiculous. He should definitely not be making fun of you, regardless. Well, regardless. if you knew my dad, you'd know it. You would not be surprised. Uh, <laughs> Well, Sam, yeah. <laughs> Sammy, how are you? Uh, it's it's been a it's been a rough day. Well, you know, there's been twenty four hours. Yeah, the, you know, and you know, like there's been a, uh, essentially a really lousy news for twenty four hours. Like yeah. it's been twenty four hours of really lousy news, um, specifically in things that Josh cares about. Yes. There's been several instances okay. of extremely lousy news. Well, stay focused on this <laughs> so, one. So, but well, yes, we are just we are here to talk about Corey. But uh, I agree. Um, so, and uh, but yes, yeah, so Sammy, you you uh, asked me right away if you could be on the show, and I said, and I definitely wanted to have you around. So, thank you for coming on. So, did you find me. it's just been uh, it's been interesting to see what people are remembering Corey for, and it's. The fact everybody who's met him has been incredibly vocal about how nice he is. He's one of the nicest, most caring people towards his fans, goes out of his way to spend time with the fans and will be late to interviews. You know, he's just nobody and nobody has a bad word to say about him. And it's just that's so rare. It's just it's heartbreaking if you think about, you know, Liam Michelle the two of them were together and it's just it just breaks my heart. Yeah, that is one thing. Like of all the, all the like person or in person events that we saw, um, you know, at a certain point, like the stars of the show get too big for those things. Corey never really did seem to get too big for them. Like he was always still kind of showing well, up. I I think there's a there's a good quote that I remember from Corey uh, that that personifies how it didn't get to him. He's like, this was after this was after uh, volume one of Glee. And how it's old, crazy numbers. And he's like, he's like, uh, like you know, you know how much I got from Volume One of Glee, five hundred dollars, despite how many, how much sales it had. And he's like, that's okay. If I'm, if if I'm patient, I'll get another five hundred dollars. <laughs> and that, like, yeah. I, I mean, it's like this, that just shows how, in my mind, how like not jaded he was by the whole, 
Like, I mean, when you're selling so much, it's easy to demand more. But he he was very chill about it. That's yeah. cool. Well, you want to hear? Uh, this is one that I wanted to share. Somebody who had visited the Paramount lot says that uh, the Paramount tour guide told us that Corey and Darren are by far the nicest people on the lot, and that sometimes Corey tried to get people's attention on tours by going behind the carts and making dinosaur sounds to make people turn around. <laughs> <laughs> It's true when they did they did a MasterChef episode last week of uh or 2 weeks ago where the contestants on MasterChef cooked for the cast of Glee and um this was it seemed like late in the season it was definitely before he'd left um but it was still late because all the young kids were still there and a lot of the early fallouts like Damien and stuff had, had weren't there um and the whole cast, you know, they keep saying, like, the cast of Glee is going to come eat with us. And there was no Leah Michelle. Like, none of the girls were there. But Corey was there. And he was, you know, he's one of the original couple. And I was really impressed. Like, he had the right to peace out on that one. I Absolutely. mean, you know, let Blake go. Like, Blake's not busy. <laughs> but he he showed up. I thought that was incredibly, that was incredibly gracious. Uh, you know, uh, uh, so... We got a ton of emails, a ton of voicemails. The one that really hit me the most was uh, listener Trey had emailed in and he wrote, even in its most cynical and mean-spirited moments, I could always count on Finn to be the one character who is at least always trying to be a better person. And he writes, the guy who puts his foot in his mouth so that we can all learn a lesson about tolerance is such a thankless role, but he took the job in stride and turned it into something truly warm and human. I didn't even realize that I was a Finn fan. And that I was kind of like, wow, that's a really interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Like that is that's why we needed Finn, and yeah. that is why like we beat the crap on Finn. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, 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 Josh, you you were you uh, from throughout the seasons, you you've been one of the largest proponents of Finn that I yeah. that I know. <laughs> your su- your support was unwavering and true. Um, admirable. But I think that's, you know, again, you can identify with him. He was so real and so flawed and, you know, but always striving to be better. That was what made that character great is that for all of his mistakes, he didn't quit. Um, And he made a and his mistakes were usually his own. I think that was another interesting thing about Finn is that his struggles were usually of his own making. Um, And he was reasonably privileged, you know, genetically. Uh, but, uh, he was always trying to figure something, you know, trying to be more than, uh, than, than, you know, how he was born. And then we got, uh, another email from listener Thomas, um, who, uh, oh, is future Broadway nine on Twitter. And he had written, I just want to say that I have gone through so many celebrity deaths over my 35 years of life, but for some reason, Corey's has hit me the hardest so far. Glee has given me more drive to do what I love to do, which is entertain. Glee is a show about perseverance and rising up to the challenges that we all face in our lives. The song that started it all, Don't Stop Believing," really stands as an anthem for us to keep pushing for what we want in our life, our hopes and dreams. Corey has always given me the hope that I am headed for greatness as well. And we're all headed that way, no matter our passion. We just need to keep believing in ourselves and our friends and never stop. So that was very nice of you, Thomas. Yeah. We talked a little on, uh, on Twitter as well. So... Uh, let's listen to some voicemails. We got a bunch, and we'll get through hopefully all of them, because uh, it means I don't have to talk. So <laughs> it means we don't have to talk. Uh, here is uh, uh, Sarah and Caitlin. Hello, this is Sarah, and I don't know if you guys are playing voicemails, but we just 
Kayla and I, she's not with me, but we wanted to offer our deepest condolences to Corey Monteith and his family for what they are going through. And just that even though we may have ragged on Finn a lot of the time, he was one of the heart and souls of Glee. And it was Corey who really brought that out in him, and we saw him grow so much, and that it's so tragic that he's gone so soon. So we just wanted to offer those words to his family and friends and say thank you so much for giving us Finn Hudson. That's very sweet. Yeah, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Here's a... It's already there. <laughs> Here's another... Hey y'all, it's Typo. I've never been a big Finn fan, so I won't pretend to be now that Corey has passed. Instead, I choose to remember all the great charity he did with Virgin Unite and the awareness he helped bring to people living with addiction by telling his story. I was fortunate enough to meet Corey during the Toronto International Film Festival back in 2011 when he was there to support his film, Sisters and Brothers. He was literally giddy to stand up in front of all his fans and cynics to talk about the film and his pride and its director um, and uh, Canadian cast. My friends and I were lucky enough to win the chance to attend an after party later that evening. Shortly after we arrived, however, we were told Corey was exhausted from doing press all day and wouldn't be able to make it. In a move that surprised even the post, he showed up and stayed at the party for what was later reported to be a sum total of 15 minutes. I can honestly say he spent most, if not all, of that time with four very excited fans. We asked him questions about the movie, and he seemed genuinely shocked that I had seen it, <laughs> and about the show. He then posed for photos and signed one girl's mini Nutella jar, and my kiss died, which he was giddy to see and eager to find out where he could obtain one. So, while I'm not Finn Hudson's greatest fan, I do have fond memories of meeting the actor that brought him to life. A noble man who faced some of the worst life had to throw at him and didn't stop believing. That was very eloquent. Uh, let's, uh, we'll go to Vermont. Hey guys, Joey's Baby956 here. Um, I don't really know what to say right now, so I'm just going to try to spitball it. But, um, I... I God, yeah, I really don't know what to say. Um, as a fan of Glee, I feel extremely devastated by the loss of Corey Monteith right now. Um, I never met him. I really wasn't a huge, like, obsessive fan. As a fan of the show, I loved and respected him even more in the spring when he decided to go back to rehab and I was very proud of him for that decision um, but I never would have guessed when I woke up today and when I was walking out of church that I would hear oh that glee guy that you like died and I didn't want to believe it until I got home and it's just very sad and devastating I never heard anything bad said about him. He just seemed like such a stand-up guy, and I really respected him as a role model. And I can't imagine what the cast is going through and his family is going through right now and Leah. And I feel really bad, and it just, it's such a sucky situation. He just, 
he, every time I saw him on screen, he just had this light about him. And I was not, uh, I mean, God, I will be the first to say that I was not a very big fan <laughs> of Finn. But uh, he was such a good actor and a true talent. And he's going to be very much missed. And he's leaving a big hole on the show. And I just, all my thoughts are with him and his family. And I just felt the need to say that so i'm looking forward to the podcast tonight um thank you for doing that bye so uh i, I we need one of these voicemails to be uplifting uh, <laughs> in its way in its way this i feel bad for the people watching the live stream right now because it's just us staring at the screen kind of going like this is horrible um yeah let's let's do one more here's a uh there's a local guy Hi, yeah, my name is um, Ed, Eddie, actually, and I was just trying to leave my thoughts on, you know, Corey passing, and it was basically just that I'm pretty broken up over the whole thing, and it's really weird to be so broken up over someone you've never even met, but, you know, watching him for over four years as a character, as a person, it, it, it really helped me become more comfortable with who I am and to figure out what I want to do with my life so it, I guess it's understandable and everything it's just really still so shocking and I just hate that I'll never be able to meet him and tell him you know how much he did for me and the show and that's that's basically all I wanted to say about this and you know I'm, I guess I'm looking forward to the podcast a little bye thanks dude um yeah there's a there's a helplessness when someone like this dies you know it's like uh there's nothing you can really there's always a helplessness when someone that you care about and that even when you know dies but you hope you had a chance to say goodbye or at least like leave it on good terms or let them know that you cared about them right but there's a certain helplessness when someone like this dies because we do have such a uh uh, complicated relationship yeah. <laughs> with a performer of this time. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, it's it, it it's odd to you know put ourselves in the position of um, you know or, or finding ourselves in the position of being so affected by it and and uh, you know trying to rationalize it, trying to justify it, trying to. Um, you know, explain, hey, I'm not a crazy stalker person and I don't have a, you know, fin pillow case or anything like that. I mean, because, I mean, like, there's there's, there's that line. No, you, know? you have a Darren Chris pillow case. <laughs> Just tell everyone. Uh, yeah, I you have, a, I have a Lord Sammy. Tubbington pillow case. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Lord Tubbington one. Hey, I think we can make it happen. <laughs> so, Seriously, have you seen just... Lord Tubbington? He is a pillow case. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's it is it's it's hard and but yeah i mean it's it's nice to it's nice to hear from other people that they're they're going through it as well and yeah. oh yeah i remember the night uh michael jackson died yeah. and i took that really hard because he was such a fixture of my childhood and um you know it's still like barely a week goes by that I don't listen to Michael Jackson to this day. Um, and we went to the Walk of Fame just to yeah. stand around his star, which I thought was incredibly dorky at the time, but I felt so much better after we did it. Yeah, we went down there and there were 
I mean, they had set up, um, they had set up ropes so that people could, you know, you know, in an orderly fashion, go by his star and, and pay the respects and, and, and leave flowers and, you know, pause for a moment or something. I mean, it was that big a deal. So it yeah. was kind of like, all right, you know, I'm not. I'm not crazy. I'm just, you know, I'm sad, and it, it's it, it's comforting. Yeah. Jump in anytime, guys. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have questions. I don't, like, usually in a show, I'd be like, so how do you feel about that, Ed? But yeah. I, really, I think I, I know how you it feel. It sounds like a therapist at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell me about your phone. I just think when it's, like, uh, and not to you know say anything about Michael Jackson, but it's with, when it's somebody who's in their prime, yeah. you know, yeah. currently the star of a TV show. Was I, I? I'm hearing that he was engaged to Leah Michelle, but I don't know if that was true. But either way, yeah. he was in the prime of his life, and just it's just that's I think makes it even more shocking because it's just so sudden and abrupt, and it's just I mean, that's for me that's why I was kind of just still in shock. More, yeah. the, more so than when, you know, with Michael Jackson, because I, I don't know how to we all knew that one was coming. Yeah, I mean, well, and I don't, and I think that's a terrible thing to say because my mom said well, that but, last but, but, night about Corey, and I was like, how could you say that? Yeah, but, it, it it really it really is in those situations like a matter of like like age really does play a factor. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I mean, circumstance. I mean, you know, I, we don't like he. Uh, we we know a lot about like where Corey's been recently, and then you know the stories of like where he talked to Adam Shankman this morning and and said I'm cool and, I'm, and I've been feeling better, and then like so we we like it, he you know it was just the level of surprise. Yeah, it was so funny. yeah, it, and I mean all indications was that things were going like we we know that at the end of season four he had to leave and mm-hmm. like. Like, all indications were saying that he was getting better on the right track, and then, and then, you know. Yeah. So it's, and this is probably a good time to say, like, you know, um, the fact is, is that there's going to be so many rumors coming out in the next couple days about how he died, and, you know, Well, isn't that that why they don't, they don't want to, I assume that's why they don't want to say anything until they know 100% certain exactly. this is the yeah. cause. Because the second they reveal a piece of information, that piece of information is going to be thrown around like like it's TMZ trash or something. And it, and it shouldn't be that way. They need to... I'd rather them take their time and reveal absolutely everything that there is to reveal, and then then, then there, there, there could be no talking about it. Be, out, like, no... no Gossip type talking about it, just, right. it just no speculation, yeah, no jumping to well, conclusions. The, the coroner's office said that it's going to be six to eight weeks, so anything you hear before that is going to be just rumors. Yeah, and so because just they, like I know, like you know, it, it's like with the internet now, people forget. Like, read when you're reading a story that says something, definitely like check, you know, the sources. Like, if it's on Wet Paint, don't believe it. Like, if it's on TMZ, don't believe it. I just, I just, I worry because he's not a huge star. And so we're probably not going to get the deluge of people jumping on this for, you know, rumor and, uh, and scandal. But uh, it, it could get ugly in the next couple weeks, and I just hope everybody, you know, keeps a level head and remembers the yeah. good stuff. Because um, there's so much good to remember. That's, you know, that's certainly what we all want right. uh, to remember. 
Um, and that his Twitter handle was Frankentine. That's like the greatest Twitter handle ever. Like he his used... last tweet was Sharknado. Yes, right. <laughs> like he he his Twitter handle was an insult someone used on him in an episode. <laughs> like that's the greatest thing ever. It's like how do you not want to cuddle that? Yeah. Let's um let's see. Let's just do another voicemail. Here's a here's a couple more. Hi, Gleeful Podcasters. Um, well, today actually isn't so gleeful since Corey Montes has left us. Rest in peace, Corey. Um, but it does have me wondering, what is the show going to be like without Corey Montes on it? Are they going to kill Finn? I don't know if Glee could do it appropriately. Like, I think they could do it like one off funeral episode very well. But I think after that, Rachel would go back to being normal, and that would upset me a little bit. <laughs> well, that would upset me a little bit, and I would not like that. But I also don't want them to just disappear, and I don't even know. I don't know. I do think there should be some sort of tribute episode to the character and to Corey, but at the same time, I'm afraid what's going to happen after that's done, and they just act like he never died. Like the character, the actor, whatever. I mean, I just want it to be handled appropriately. And Glee is not always known for handling things appropriately. So, what do you think they would do? Uh, can I can I contribute an idea to this? Which I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to talk. Do you really want to? I don't know. Well, I feel no, like no, it's it's a, it's. Well, the idea is respectful. So, all right, so I guess. Sure. So I, if you ever, yes, absolutely. Uh, um, I think they should. In terms of like the first episode could could be like just a black screen and like in memory of Corey Monteith, and then all all the songs that episode like I don't I don't know if I necessarily I don't know I don't know the, addressing it is a fickle issue but I would like but I would like to see that in like a memory of Corey Monteith and then all the songs that episode being like Corey Monteith's greatest hit sort of on Glee. So like, like it, yeah, like other other people doing yeah. this song. So it's like, so it's it's obviously a nod, but without being hitting you over the head with it. I mean, it, I I I think that's a tactful way of dealing with it. But maybe maybe I'm off. I I'm not I'm not always the most correct about these things. <laughs> no, I think I, I, yeah, I think that's a that could be an interesting you know tribute be, to the because trivia. he he had, he obviously has a large Glee discography like. Yeah, do my yeah. and like, like, and they could just, they could just, they could just do, they could just do his songs and not, and not hit you over the head with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure this show will do something very nice to honor Corey. Um, as far as you know, what they're going to do with Finn, I honestly hadn't even gotten that far yet. I, yeah. <laughs> I, for, it just never, it never crossed my mind. Um. I don't know why. I think I've just been still so in shock and, you know, again, rewatching the, the pilot. And I was like, oh my goodness, he was really amazing. And it's like, you know, that, that scene when, um, you know, he gets that moment of inspiration. Like he saves already from the, the um, port of body and he gets that moment of inspiration. And he's like, okay. And he comes in and he tells everybody what to do. And Mercedes just says, well, you know, what are you bringing to the party, Justin Timberlake? And he just kind of quietly says, I'm going to bring the music. And then he has this little smirk. And I was like, that is amazing. And that is 
like that will be now my favorite memory because that was when you know he'd already expressed his you know uncertainty in life and his position in life he didn't know what his role was and and he was getting it like he was find he was figuring that out and it was just such a fantastic moment mm. um so yeah so it, i don't know I, I i'm not ready to think about how they're going to handle finn because i'm sure no matter what they do to the finn character it's not going to set well with everybody yeah, that's well, true. It, it, it can't. It's, it it's, can't. I know it's not it's, possible. It's, it's, in a, it's in a possibility. Like, like in the world of making everyone satisfied, yeah. making making people satisfied about this is just not going to happen. Right. So, yeah. So, I'm not, I'm not ready to, um, you know, speculate. <laughs> now, the question I was wondering, do you think that they're going to continue? Because they're supposed to start shooting on the 22nd. Do you think that they're going to start... Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's next Monday. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely in the writer's room as we speak. Um, I'm sure they're going to, to have... To do. I'm, I'm sure they'll have some sort of abbreviated yeah. season. If you needed a reason to drink, a plane just flew over us. <laughs> if you needed another reason to drink after the last 24 hours... <laughs> <laughs> Plane just flew over. Uh, let's uh, let's listen to a couple more. We got uh, a couple local people here. Hey, Josh, Jen, Ed, it's Haley. Um, I don't really have much to add because obviously we're all so shocked and incredibly sad. But um, I want to put out some words of Bert Hummels from season three, and that's nothing lasts. Everything's going to change. And it won't change back. Not to the way it was then. I think that pretty much sums everything up. All right. Thanks for being here, guys. Bye. Mm. Nicely put, Haley. Yeah, very, really well done. Uh, Here's another one. Hi. I'll make it simple. Thank you for your performances, Corey. You brought so much glee into my life. Know that wherever you are, Finn and Rachel will always be endgame for me. Best, John and Sam Lewis. Thank you. So sad. <laughs> That's really sweet. <laughs> like it's like the 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 meta end game stuff is like whoa. No, I don't, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like whoa now. <laughs> uh, a couple more. Hey guys, been a long time. It's Peter Knitter from Salem, Massachusetts, and I'm uh, gonna try to log on to the chat this evening, but uh, I think it's just kind of tells everybody how short things, how short life can really be and how quickly things can change. And there's going to be a lot of rumors and everything spreading, and this is one of those times where everyone has to wait for to find out what the real answer is. So it's going to be weird. It's going to be different, and no one knows what's going to happen. So just wanted to tell everybody, I've been thinking about the whole Gleeful Podcast community as uh, everything's been happening today, and I truly personally thought it was a joke when I got up this morning. So um, keep it. I hope everyone's doing okay. Talk to you soon. Yeah, it was. I do remember um, my first thought being I need a source on that. I know. Uh, well, like I need to know which paper it was, and the Vancouver PD confirmed it so quickly. I think because they were, yeah, they didn't want it to become a thing. Well, I mean, I was, I was scanning Facebook last night and and saw several, um, uh, several posts in there by Connor, and he posted the one from CNN, and I thought, okay, this isn't just, yeah. you know, a Facebook rumor. 
And so I clicked through the link and I would never have even said anything to you unless I had read it at least in multiple sources. So I quickly went on to NBC.com and a few other ones. And it was, yeah, I didn't want to believe it was true, too. It just didn't make sense. And um, I hated to wake you up with it, but I, I'm like, well, I, I needed like, to get you off the sofa anyhow. I need you to wake up. <laughs> I needed to wake Turn up. Turn off Manborg and come to bed. Oh, and <laughs> I love Manborg. And I wish that was, you know, just a funny, you know, made up story for but comic relief. But that is truth. our life. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's Connecticut. So when did, oh, oh. Uh, Sammy and Ed, when did you guys first hear? Was it last night right or this morning? Right as it was coming out. Um, okay. It was right before the police confirmed it is when I was starting to hear stuff on Tumblr. and But there were already plenty of uh, articles and sources, and then the police were confor- confirming it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I, well, I, I heard when I came back home last night, and I was, I was definitely <laughs> surprised. I was like... I don't know. I was like, is that real? And then I, my phone was blowing up. I had many Twitter people, many personal friends of mine, like, m- were, like, sending me messages, like, as they found out. I, I, I'm, what I was most surprised with were the amount of people that I didn't know cared about Glee messaging me. Uh, so that was, that was something. Yeah, that, there was someone on on Twitter who was like, "I had no idea how many of my friends watched this show." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sadly, the last couple of seasons, you know, it has become a dirty little secret for people. They don't want to admit it. They, you know, mm. they need somebody. We were when we were at Comic Con last year, and we were talking with this girl, and she's like, "Oh, what do you do?" And you know, he said, "Josh said, oh, we have a podcast." And so it was a sort of like, you know, cat and mouse game. Is like, well, what's the podcast? What's this? And you know, we're reluctant. We're like, okay, it's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, I, oh my I god, totally I totally know Glee. the feeling. Yeah. Are you ashamed of us? No, not you. Like, no, not ashamed. Not for sure. But like, when people are like, oh, you podcast. What do you podcast about? Oh, it's a. It, I do know about a TV show. And then eventually. <laughs> It leads to the yeah. eventual question. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know what? 90% of the time, the people are really like, oh my god, I love that show too. I, you know, i still frustrated with it, or didn't know people still watched it, or something like that. <laughs> so, you know. Maybe not 90%. Uh, being generous. <laughs> no, it's, okay. I've, I've had that experience you're, multiple you're, times as You're well. allowed to speak in hyperbole. When in mourning. Yes. I'm, I'm choosing to remember the good times, Josh. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, we got a couple more voicemails. Here's uh, Connecticut. The whole state. Hi, uh, uh, Gleeful Podcast. This is Aaron, a uh, listener from Connecticut. This, uh, this sucks. Um, I don't really want to say much about it because I'm sure uh, all the other listeners are pretty much just going to say it all, but I just want to say... Uh, all the listeners just hug someone today and make them laugh um you never know when someone's going to be gone um that's all i hope you guys are okay on the west coast um can't wait to listen to the show bye thank you it's hot as crap (laughs) it's it's cooling off (laughs) it's sun's going down it's cooling (laughs) off uh and i yeah and i don't have air in my office uh and uh one last one Hey guys, the listener Katie from West Virginia. It's just so sad to think about what's happened. I mean, 31 years old, dead in a hotel room, 
And we'll just finish the show. I guess Central is an end game because there's no way they can be together now. It's just so sad to think about. I barely made it through work today. Everybody kept asking what's wrong. And when I tell them, they're like, it's just a TV show. I'm like, not to me. You know, I've been living with this show for four years. And I think that one of their main cast members is dead. It's just like, I don't know. It's hard to process, I guess. Can't wait to hear what you and the other listeners think tonight. Bye. Uh, so thanks everybody who who emailed and wrote or emailed and and uh, left voicemails uh, and everything and yeah. I'm very impressed with the with the amount of, uh, of like messages we got and that I've seen on Twitter, on Facebook, on like every possible source. Like like it it's nice to know that it's out of love and respect and not. Not something hateful. I don't. I don't know. When yeah. when emotions run high, it's so easy to get to something hateful. So no, I'm, it's I'm totally jaded, true. Yeah. And, and it's there's plenty I'm, of hate out there too. Yeah. Even regarding this, it's I don't. It's the Westboro Baptist Church, and I don't want to get into it. But oh, I, I was unaware self. of that. Yeah. Well, I, they're being yeah. their usual selves. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, they they, just, they like attention. <laughs> yeah, they're almost predictable at this point. Uh, but and I was I was honestly I was really uh, flattered or I don't know impressed uh, uh, bullied I don't know by how many people contacted us and said can we do a show tonight yeah. and can we do something tonight so um, so it, it was just sweet to know that like uh, we do have a bit of a community you know Gleeful's Glee is a community and Gleeful is a very small subset of that community but. It's great to have you guys a part of it, um, because when I go to work tomorrow, nobody's gonna know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of people are like that shit's still on. It's, yeah, it's still on. I assure you. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I, I think um, we sh- we should definitely go out on uh, a Corey song. Uh, so go ahead and jump in the chat room with a Corey song. And I know Sammy had a Corey song and we'll decide which Corey song to go out on. Uh, there is some actually good news in the Gleeverse. If we want a couple snippets of good news, we should, I mean, is it it, it so wrong to end optimistically? No, let's, let's end with a little bit of good news in the Gleeverse. Um, so, uh, the craziest thing to me, I didn't know, but apparently, uh, Blake Jenner and Melissa Benoist are engaged. Um, I know. I, th- I thought. I thought last week when we were when we were discussing and recording today that that was going to be the I conversation that, topic. Exactly right. I thought that was going to be the big conversation topic for the show. So Ryder and uh, what is it? Ryder and Marley, hey, Marley. are engaged. Uh, I, I texted. New- I sent I the article. The babies have little newsies caps when they're born. <laughs> Aww. I, I sent the article to Jennifer and her immediate response was, does Jake know? <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? That's kind of awkward for so real pissed. now. <laughs> He's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and My then, favorite piece of news is that Adam Lambert's joining the cast. Adam Lambert is joining the cast. Which is, awesome. which is great news for him, the show. Like, I think... I I never came in everywhere. (laughs) Like I don't understand why Adam Lambert. Well, I kind of I don't know. His besides besides the song that Pink wrote for him, he hasn't had a hit in the United States, and I find that very frustrating. Me too. 
Uh, yeah. I, I kind of find that surprising. Yeah. I've never, I've, I mean, I've never felt like the quality of his songs matched the quality of his persona. Mm. Um, for me, that that is a very fair statement. And but certainly, his I, voice but, but, is amazing. But no question. Some some of the songs, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I I could get into a long discussion about Anne Lambert and <laughs> why it isn't working. But <laughs> perhaps <laughs> another day. If um, anybody remembers when we used to do the uh, American Idol podcast, we when Adam Lambert was on there, we uh, told a story about how we actually saw him live because we went to see uh, Val Kilmer as Moses in the Ten Commandments. It was the craziest musical we've ever seen, but there was this one, you know, Egyptian uh, guard who got a, a... or was he was he one of the slaves or was he, he was sorry? a slave and he yeah. got he a huge a solo. Yeah. He has a solo. Yes. Yeah, he had a solo in, in in Act Two. Act Two, and we were just both like, "Wow!" Yeah, I remember. Who is this guy? I remember when he finished. Like literally, my thought in my head was, "This show is horrible, but <laughs> like stunningly bad." Yeah. However, what I just saw, like the second he hit his last note, I said, "What I just saw is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen." His vocal, like he hits a note at the end, and now that it's Adam Lambert, we're all like, "Oh, I know that note." But when I saw it in person, I did not know it was possible. Well, I mean, like, it was he amazing. Made, he made it a standard, like, like he, like that's his thing. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I still remember that. Like it was yesterday. Just that one moment. The rest of the show was a blur of what the hell. <laughs> the, the, it was a blur of trying to remember what just happened. Like what just happened. Yeah, my, my favorite. So bad. My favorite story about that show is. When we were there, it was at the Kodak Theater where they used to do the Oscars. There's a big, gorgeous theater. And the only famous person in that show was Val Kilmer, even by musical theater standards. Um, and the people who wrote it were not famous, and the director was not famous. So I don't know how they... Oh, they paid for it because BCGB Max Osria just wrote a check and was like, I'm doing a show. And they did the costuming. <laughs> and did all the costuming, yeah. which was robes, so it took them a week. Um but, but so we go to see this thing and they're given tickets away for free like they could not fill the houses for the Ten Commandments starring Val Kilmer which is on DVD by the way if you want to go find that yeah. that'll be a fun two hours of your life um, but they sold TV t-shirts they sold t-shirts at the show and on the back of the t-shirt it had all of the other cities that the show was going to play at like a tour right touring but, but, it, ne- but it never made it never went to any of those places <laughs> apparently they hadn't even booked any of those places they just put them on the t-shirt well that was ambitious that was ambitious hey um it's it's about picturing success to make it a reality (laughs) envision the success uh and then the other big uh i guess news in the gleavers is that melissa benoist jacob artist becca tobin who plays kitty uh blake jenner and alex newell have all been promoted to series regular uh, so essentially, all of the new class has been promoted to a series regular. You, the, the only the only news about that that surprised me was that they weren't <laughs> already. Yeah, that that's they weren't what... already true. Yeah, I. Was they, they, they aren't. Than the others. Yeah. And on the other side of it, uh, Heather Morris, Mark Sowling, Amber Riley, and Harry Shum Jr. have been demoted. Uh, so they are no longer classified as series regulars, though they are expected see, to guest star at some point. See that? See the other thing that surprised me about that is they weren't already. <laughs> like, like I was like, hold on, was it Mercedes yeah. already a guest star? <laughs> but I guess not. I don't, yeah, it's I, so interesting. I don't write the checks. Worse. I don't write the checks at Fox, so <laughs> I don't. I don't know how it works. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I just assumed they were all going to come back at some point, just um, you know, for graduation. 
So, yeah, I mean, they like have to this... come back for at least but, that one. But yeah. if Fox would like to give me the right to write checks for them, <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> and uh, there's still been, there is no announcement on the status, this is according to the Hollywood Reporter, no status on Diana Agron or Jayma Mays. I don't even know why we're talking about Diana Agron. Uh, but Jayma Mays, apparently, not only is there no announcement on her status as a member of Glee, she has signed on to be the lead in another show. Uh, with Will Arnett called The Millers. So uh, I don't he's think we're going to be seeing a lot of Emma this season. Wait, didn't... <laughs> well, we, didn't see, we didn't see a lot of Emma season four, period. That's yeah. true. Uh, but, but, I mean, so she, if if they want to keep her in the same capacity that she was at season four, she could probably juggle both, I imagine. Yeah, if I juggle, true. I mean, If I juggle, I mean do one and then do a weekend at Glee. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean by juggle. I, I know he has no time... But there's a movie coming out where Josh Groban plays the bad guy. Uh, it's called Coffee Town, I think. And it's like kind of a Clarksy type comedy about a bunch of guys that essentially like their office is at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And he plays the like evil manager of the coffee shop that hates all of these people. And even in the trailer, if you look up the trailer for Coffee Town, Josh Groban is the bomb in the trailer. Um, and as we've discussed on the podcast, Josh Groban is the man I hate to love as much as I do um, because music puts me to sleep but as a human being he seems like the greatest dude alive and as soon as I saw this trailer I thought Josh Groban should be on Glee he should totally be like the leader of vocal adrenaline playing Josh Groban he was I know he was on twice but he should be on a hundred (laughs) times like it should all be Josh Groban on Glee I would would rather Glee pay like I'll be able to afford its cast than be paying for guest stars to be <laughs> true. To, because that like that like I felt like especially in season four that was a problem. Like they were paying they were paying for big names when they should have just pay, been able to afford their cast is what they should have been paying for. <laughs> you can get you can get seventeen Sam uh, or I mean you know Sam's yeah or yeah and uh, Sugar Matas for for one Sarah Jessica Parker so who's really <laughs> who's really winning here a sapien in the chat room just said could Matthew Morrison get a new show too <laughs> I was just about to mention that that's so I love it uh, uh, if is leaving maybe. I was hoping he, that Adam Lambert was coming in to replace the Mr. Schuster. I think Adam Lambert's going to come in as like the leader of Vocal Adrenaline. But see, I thought Adam, Adam Lambert was going to be a teacher at Niata. Oh, that would be, but he's so, he looks like a baby. Like he's no, yeah. a beard. Isn't he, isn't he 32 now? I'm not yeah, saying he's not a grown-ass man. I'm saying he looks like a baby. <laughs> I mean, you, you it's it's all about framing with him. He has the capability of being young and I mean, if you give it if you if you put a pipe in his mouth, he will look Older. <laughs> just gonna let that statement go. Thank you for the comic relief. I don't know what you're referring. I don't know what you're referring to. Besides no, about well, uh, we have Comic Con next weekend. There's no Glee presence at Comic Con this year, which is the first year since 
uh, Comic Con, uh, or since Glee started, that they're not going to be at Comic Con at all. I would be, I would be impressed if it was the first year since Comic Con started. Like, wow, they were, they were <laughs> yeah. serious about the panel. <laughs> yeah, in, like, when Comic Con started in like '84, like, like, like in 20 <laughs> years, 20. we're going to have a TV show, and we're going to <laughs> it's love it. Be amazing. Uh, <laughs> so there's no Glee presence <laughs> at Comic Con. Though it'll be interesting to see if anybody kind of reps Glee at Comic Con. I'm, I'm surprised. Like, there's. I'm not, sure. Why is there not a panel? Because they got renewed for season five and yeah. six, so it, it seems silly that it's not at least a small panel. Like, like we even had a Glee. We had Glee uh, represented at LeakyCon. We had some of the Warblers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I um, I have an event that starts the day after Comic Con, and on the second evening, we're actually um, we're doing a casino night. It's a charity fundraiser for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. It'll be about 800 people there and we're doing it on the Fox lot and I know that's not where they shoot uh, Glee yeah. but um, so I've got a meeting with him on uh, on Thursday so I'm just you know depending upon who I get to meet I might just you know see what their what their plans are oh for comic oh yeah I mean they, maybe they'll do something yeah. could be yeah yeah, it'd be nice um, to see them do something. Yeah. But, uh, you know. It's knows. just so weird, yeah, that this is the year that... Yeah. Especially after they announced two more seasons, because that's the other thing, too. I, I I could see if it was still in question, but they know that they're doing it. Like they know, yeah, I know. That, that's that's the surprising thing. It, it isn't yeah. like... It's not up in the air. It's com- It's coming back. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, the... The, um, the main... The main suggestions in the chat room for songs were can't fight this feeling and don't stop believing uh, i was i want i wanted can't fight this feeling if i think can't fight this feeling that was his first big solo but in uh, the shower in the shower (laughs) and so i think we should go out on can't fight this feeling any objections crew no objections okay uh i mean i think i think anything (laughs) is gonna be in that one we haven't heard in probably four seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely true. So, um, so yeah, here's a bit of Camp for This Feeling. Um, and we're going to go out on this one. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, if you have any other feelings you want to share, go ahead and uh, definitely send them to uh, GleefulPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online at GleefulPodcast.com. On Twitter at GleefulPodcast. I'm at Josh Brunel. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Diodano. She's at Sammy Higgins, I believe. Okay, S A M I H I G G I N S. Because she's my friend, I know how to spell that. Um, and uh, and yes, and then we have all kinds of. Oh, and you can find us on Facebook and talk to the other listeners. Ed, what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, I was I was asking. Um, can we? I feel I feel like it's the nice thing to do for the listeners is to tell them when we plan on recording next. Oh, so, it'll be a couple weeks. So uh, so so like. Yeah. So is it two weeks or three weeks? Like, let's go, uh, I guess. Let's go two weeks. Can we do, think we could do the weekend after Comic-Con? Jeff, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with whatever. I just, I, I just, when I listen to podcasts, I hate so much when they like pod fade and yeah. pod fade in and out. So I feel like to be respectful to them, we should inform them when we're recording again. The 28th, um, July 28th. July 28th. Is that a, We're open. Is that, yeah. Okay. That'll be the okay, next Okay, there you go. It's official. It's official. It just happened. Yeah. It's, it's inked. It's on the it's on the books. All right. Um, <laughs> so that's about it for us, you guys. Uh, for the Gleeful Podcast with Josh Jenna plus Sammy, I'm Josh. I'm Jed. 
I'm dead. dead. <laughs> Jen. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but One I don't know time. if anyone heard. I'm Jen. Jennifer. Uh, uh, yeah, I was, I, I was shipping Ed and I, and like, I'm Jed. Texas T. <laughs> uh, Jed. Oh, yeah. I, I have a I love Jed t-shirt for years. <laughs> All right, from the top. Cleveland <laughs> uh, <laughs> Podcast with Josh, Jeanette plus Sammy. I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. And I'm Sammy. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Fight this feeling anymore